freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. Welcome to episode 76 of Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. I am one of your hosts, Cheryl Todd. And I'm Dan Todd. What a great day today. We're seeing some beautiful clouds in the sky, and we're getting a little bit of rain here in Arizona, and it's great. Our theme today is defensive reality. On our first hour, we have Amanda Suffolk. She's a founder of Realize Firearms Coalition, which is hosting a very important unisex holster fashion show tomorrow in Independence, Ohio. Yeah, if you're in the area, check it out. This is going to be awesome. We also have Emily Perry, is an Arizona native and ASU alumni, and the president uh, and the Pacific Western Regional Director overseeing the West Coast operations of Turning Point USA. We also have Katie Brown, the owner and personal safety, the owner of a personal safety c- company called Defense Reality, where her motto is "Be your own hero." Each training opportunity is designed to challenge skills and change the paradigm of the world victim predators are looking for targets with training everyone can be a harder target yeah defensive reality that's actually the theme of our show i'll get to that in just a second we also have leighton ustason <laughs> is that right is that he's, right i think you did he's going to be live in studio later so we'll we'll have to ask him he is a grandmaster competitive shooter team captain and member of team usa and an expert dog trainer at Partners Dog Training School in Cave Creek, Arizona, and has selected and com- selected to compete in France in August 2017. Mm-hmm, pretty impressive. We have Boaz Whitback. He has been involved in grassroots activism for over five years, political, media, and government positions. Grassroots is a term that has been misused and overused and Boaz is here to help us better understand the true nature of grassroots activism. Absolutely. We will also have our armed, uh, responsibly armed citizen report, which we skipped last week because Dan's commentary was, um, yeah, it was, um, it was pretty good. It was pretty intense. You should go back and check out episode 75 to, uh, to hear that one. So what's the theme, defensive reality, Cheryl? Where are you going with that? All right. Well, defensive reality, uh, I've I clearly stolen that. <laughs> uh, let's say borrowed it from one of our guests today. But, you know, defensive reality, it is such a fitting phrase. A readiness to defend ourselves is a realistic mindset, innate in our DNA, and shared by every single living being. No one sees anything odd or over the top about, say, wearing your seatbelt in a car or making sure you have a fire extinguisher in your kitchen. When we teach our kids about not taking candy from stranger danger or how to safely swim to the edge of a pool in case they fall in, those are seen as normal and needed and smart. It only becomes outside the norm When we introduce a tool into the equation, like, say, a firearm, or when we talk about readiness for home invasion, and take, for example, that we all know that dark parking lots and alleys are potentially dangerous places. Well, the rights restrictors, those who tell us that guns are bad, say you need their blessing and their permission for how you may defend yourself in those areas. Those of us who train ourselves to be prepared for defensive action and defensive reality simply want to make our own decisions about how best to keep ourselves and our families out of danger's hands. How and why this has become such a hot-button 
polarizing issue says much more about headline grabbing and political posturing than about the realities of day-to-day life, which is where we spend our time going about our business, taking care of our families, serving our communities, all with our minds to the truth of a defensive reality. Dan? That's a lot going on there, Cheryl. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, I do agree with that, though. Why are we, you know, why aren't we teaching kids about firearms and, uh, and adults about firearms, too? Yeah, how does it become taboo just because it's a tool, there's a tool involved? That's, that is the thing when you're following the logic train. Well, a fire extinguisher is a tool. True. It's not taboo. True. So, um, you know, it, it, that's where I'm saying it's the political posturing, it's the headline grabbing. Because if you can make it splashy in some way, you know, throw some drama into it, then you can start to separate people into us's and them's how, and how they feel, uh, how they, they align on, on one side of your argument, the way that you've presented the argument. Right. Right? Well, so. I, you know, sure, I want to talk about, because it's raining out there today. It is indeed, and, which is odd in Arizona, and right? In, in Arizona, when it rains, nobody goes out. That's true. And it kind of has me concerned about that because, you know, sometimes we have to go out. And, you know, I think criminals, do they not go out when it's raining? I think they still do. Yeah, they might take the opportunity actually to, to you know, do more damage because there might be fewer people out there to step in their way. Right. What do you think? I don't know. Where are you going with this? I don't, well, I, I guess I'm going with the fact that there are still criminals out there that prey in the ring. Okay. Okay. And so, you know, we go out when it's raining, we wear thicker clothes. Mm-hmm. We maybe not carry our purse or there's a lot of things that we do different when it's raining. Have an umbrella. Right. And, and so an umbrella, what's that do? That takes away one of your hands, right? Mm-hmm. And also if you're carrying a purse, that might take the other hand away. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you maybe have your kid in the other hand and you're under the umbrella. And so what I'm saying is maybe we should start training in the rain. Mm. Maybe we should start being prepared in the rain, which... You know, like me, when it's raining outside, I don't usually go out. So what do you think of that? I think that that is really something to think about. Now, places where it rains all the time, maybe this sounds like a duh, right? But it doesn't rain all the time here in Arizona. And so our opportunities to practice our defensive skills uh, are definitely diminished, right? In a raining situation or, or an extremely cold situation where we have heavier gloves on maybe or that sort of thing. Or even just, you know, the fact that the, the ground is different when it's raining or snowing. It's slick in places and it's, it's splashy in other places. And so I do think that it would be wise to, to take today, go on out to the outdoor ranges and, and practice all of your maneuvers in whatever you would have normally worn going out in this weather. Hold the umbrella, right? Have on the heavy uh, coat, maybe. The one that's uh, more for rain slicking. Uh, do you, are you going to wear your holster in the same place? Are you going to be able to get to it in the same amount of time and with the same physical muscle memory maneuvers that you have? Uh, is working the slide going to be any different because if if it's wet, you know, if it gets wet from the rain. I think that, that that's a great idea, Dan. I think people should get out there today. Yeah, you know, you got to think about, oh, no, my gun's got to get wet. <laughs> right? Oh, I'm not terrible. Well, not you're gonna... a gunsmith, so that means more to you than me. What, what, so there's extra care involved maybe when no, you're done? you just have to oil it when you, when you're, when you take it out of the, the wet. You have to strip it down and clean it. But the, the, you know, the thing is, a, a lot of us don't think about that. In our environment, you know, we're thinking about how do I get to the car to the door without getting wet. You're not really thinking about the surrounding elements. So this could be an opportunity for a criminal because he knows that you're not going to be as alert mm. and aware. Yeah, so, I like that. Something to keep in mind. I like it. Um, I'm glad you thought of that. So something else I, I want to remind people is that uh, we are actually looking for a select few advertisers and sponsors. We, we, our first year, we didn't really focus on, on that. We were just you know, really building um, you know, our skills. This is, you know, neither one of Dan or I come from a, a background in communications. 
And so, you know, when we started our, our radio show, it was, uh, it's really on the job training, right, Dan? We're, we're figuring it out as we go and it's a blast. And we've been able to reach tons of awesome people the world over. We've been able to have guests from the world over. And, uh, and so now we're ready to, to start serving in another way. And that is to help other people build their business and grow their brands, uh, by, by picking just a select few advertisers and sponsors. And so, uh, Rob Lamb has come on board as our ad specialist and he can be reached at Rob at gunfreedomradio.com. If you're curious about how we can, uh, work together to, to build our, our brands together, uh, it's an interesting year we're coming on, an interesting few years we're coming on with, uh, you know, a, a gun-friendly president after eight years of having so much threat that maybe, uh, you know, people were doing a lot of fear buying. Well, now what we have to worry about is maybe apathy setting in. You know, people maybe setting all that on the back burner. So we have to work a little harder to help them remember that our, our rights are always under threat by the Bloombergs of the world. Right. And we always need to have uh, updated equipment and we need to practice well and, you know, really be on the lookout for uh, for the future. Because, you know, in another four years from now, which is a blink, who knows if we're going to have uh, President Trump stay in office or another uh, gun friendly president or if we're going to revert back to what we were facing for the last eight years. So we can't wait to see. We've got to constantly be plowing ahead and planning ahead. So, and anyway. doesn't our website have a, a place for advertisers, too, mm-hmm. that Absolutely. are gun-friendly, responsible? Absolutely. That's what we're talking about. So please reach out to Rob if you're interested. Check out our website at gunfreedomradio.com and, and uh, just kind of familiarize yourself with what some of the, the possibilities and opportunities might be. All right. Well, we've got to run to commercial. And when we come back, we have... Amanda Suffolk. Now, Amanda has been on the show a couple times with us. Uh, She's one of our D.C. Project delegates. But today, she's going to talk to us about a very unique unisex holster fashion show that she has lined up tomorrow in Independence, Ohio. Stick around. Can you survive the legal aftermath of self-defense? Armed Citizens Legal Defense Network can give you peace of mind knowing that you have the financial and legal assistance to face this new threat to your liberty, your property, and your good name. Become a member today for just $135 a year. Join Armed Citizens Legal Defense Network today. ArmedCitizensNetwork.com Use the tracking code 15625 or Paul Lathrop. ArmedCitizensNetwork.com Don Collier here, letting you know that you won't get fool's gold at Potty Gold Auction. They're the genuine article. Potty Gold auctions off guns, coins, jewelry, and antiques of every kind. Stop in and see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd in Avondale, Arizona for some live auction action. Or check them out on the web at pottygoldestate.com. And we're back with Cheryl Todd talking about the huge gun buying event at azfirearms.com. Oh, AZ, I get it, as in Arizona. Yes, but... Oh, or AZ, as in everything from A to Z. Well, yes, that too. But what I'm telling everybody about is that azfirearms.com is having a huge gun buying event to buy your old firearms all across Arizona and everything from A to Z. That's great news. See, my grandpa left me an old shotgun and it's just sitting on a closet shelf at home. So I can bring that into azfirearms.com and sell my gun. Absolutely. AZFirearms.com buys, sells, trades, and even consigns your old firearms. Any vintage, any style, military, long guns, handguns, hunting, or home protection. Single items or entire collections. We offer the highest value for your used firearms in a safe and friendly environment, staffed by knowledgeable people. AZFirearms.com is Knolltown Avondale off I-10 and Dysart Road. Come on down to the huge gun buying event every day through the end of the month at the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. And for all your firearm and ammo needs, visit AZFirearms.com. Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. Well, our theme today is defensive reality, and our first guest is Amanda Suffolk. In 2014, Amanda initiated the not-for-profit group Realize Firearms Awareness Coalition. 
The mission of Realize is to educate citizens as to the historical intent of the Second Amendment of the Constitution of the United States of America. And Amanda also, along with her brother, Rob Campbell, is host of five hours of firearms education radio per week. The show is titled Eye on the Target and is on Terrestrial Radio, WNIR 100.1 on Sunday nights from 7 to 9 and Internet Radio, KRMARradio.com, Monday nights from 7 to 10. Well, busy lady, welcome to the show. Well, thanks. You you make me sound so interesting, we'll just say. <laughs> because you are. <laughs> Holy cow. I don't know when you time uh, factor in some time for sleep, but you are just constantly just doing the most interesting and amazing things. We were DC or are DC project delegates uh, heading off. I to, like to tell people, I like to tell people I'm Miss Ohio. So, you know. <laughs> I like it. Miss Ohio. Well, that would make me Miss Arizona then. Well, exactly. We, we've got to play it. That's uh, all there is to it. Definitely. Yeah. Well, uh, kind of on a similar theme where people are walking the catwalk Tell us about this amazing fashion show that you've got lined up for tomorrow. I'm not giving folks much notice here, but it's tomorrow. Exactly. No, it's um, it's one of those things where you, you're like, oh, yeah, I can do that. I, no problem. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, then it expands and it expands. And um, so we are doing the most fabulous concealed carry fashion show. What we've got is we've actually got um, live models. We've got 16 live models, both men and women, and they are life-size models. They are not they are not catwalk models. They are mm-hmm. real concealed carry people. Yes, so, please. Thank but, you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because if you have a size 2 model, she has a size 2 shape, so she doesn't have the my gun tips in, my gun tips out, my gun pokes. You know, I don't have room for a gun there because I filled that spot up with Twinkies and holes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm raising my hand right now. That would be me. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. But um, so so we're really we're really looking forward to to doing this tomorrow. We've got fifty different concealed carry items. Five zero fifty. Five zero. Whoa! This is going to be in depth. So how am I spending my Saturday? That would be coordinating guns to holsters to models to that. And um, wow. I'm just I'm so lucky because I put out a call saying I needed to borrow blue guns so that everything has the, the real model gun in it. Mm-hmm. And and the blue gun company was like, what do you need? We'll send them to you. Just send them back. Wow. Uh, so, yeah. That is phenomenal. See, that is the firearms industry, I think, in a nutshell. Everybody is so eager and willing to say, what can I do to help? And and then they actually follow through and help. I know. I know. And then I've got got Charlie Charlie Cook. And you're familiar with Charlie, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, I love Charlie. Yeah. Yeah. Riding shotgun with Charlie and Charlie, which is Gun Graham. Um, So for those of you who are not familiar with Charlie... He is the guy on YouTube with a Glock and a trumpet. Mm-hmm. So he is, he's just from Massachusetts, I think. And he is driving to Ohio so he can participate as the MC or one of the MCs. He and I are sharing that, that duty. And then, um, and then he's heading up to Detroit to record some writing shotgun with Charlie. Oh my so, gosh. So he is fun incarnate. So this yeah. is going to be phenomenal. Oh my gosh, you are you you nailed it when you had him come in. That's fantastic. I, he's going to be great. And then I've got Krista Davis from Urban Moxie coming in from Washington. I think she's in Washington or Oregon. I don't know. Clear over on the coast. She's oh, wow. flying to Ohio. Um I've got some folks from USCCA that are coming from from our southern coast that are coming up. I'm just like the luckiest girl. Yes, absolutely. Well, this is an important uh, thing that you're going to be talking about because, you know, I have seen and heard of some fashion shows for holsters, but they're always geared towards women. I think this is the first time I've heard anybody include males in this. Is that, do I have that right? Or maybe I just haven't heard of them. 
I have not heard of them either. And when we did the first one, we fell into that where we said, well, you know, it's for, for women, you know, because guys are upright, straight up and down. It's pretty simple. You buy a waist holster and you get used to it. And then the guys were like, hey, 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 not so fast. What mm-hmm. about me? Mm-hmm. Um, and so what I have, and I'm lucky enough that Bob Golick, and I, some people may know this name. If you're a sports fanatic, he played for, he's a pro football player that played for the Cleveland Browns and the LA Raiders, like 14 years of pro football. Wow. Um, he is coming to be one of our models. Oh, so it's wow. not like, so, so I mean, so he's like a mountain. <laughs> yes. Yes. And that's the thing is, you know, not all guys are the same height, the same width, right? And so right. that's fantastic. And, and their hand sizes are different. And I yeah, mean, everything. It, wow. So, yeah. It's just, it's, it's so, it's so neat. So we're, um, so it's happening tomorrow at two. Okay. Um, it's in front of uh, one of the Friends of NRA banquets which happen across the country. And if you have never gone to a Friends of NRA banquet and you're a program person, please mm-hmm. find one near you and go. Super fun. Uh, you can win some great stuff. Oh, yeah. They're fun. They're, they're fun. They're for such a good cause. So we're doing this kind of all together in, in conjunction, you know, one to the other. Well, that is fantastic. So give us, again, the time, the, the address, if you have the address. And, uh, you know, could people like, check it out online? Can they buy tickets online? Like, how does that part work? Well, they can buy tickets online. They can do everything from our website, realizefac.com. And that'll give them the details. That'll give them the link. That'll allow them to be able to, if they want to, if they just want to support it in some way, because the fashion show is part of a not-for-profit. And this is, this is one of the ways that the not-for-profit does all the good work that they do is, is these kind of adventures. Um, but the other part is this fashion show. So, so I mean, everything we talked about is so good. Mm-hmm. At least, in, at least in my mind, it is. Well, then we decided that since we're doing a live fashion show, why should we make it to where people can't see it? So we're filming a DVD of it. Awesome. Um, so, I, so I met with the film crew yesterday, and we laid out everything. And so we will actually have uh, at some point, let's say four weeks from now or something of that, we will have DVDs available. That is at the realizefac.com website. That's fantastic. Um, and I'll put a link once they're they're on there, I'll put a link from your guest page on on my page to to link people over there too to make it even easier. So wonderful. I appreciate it. And then did it did it tell you that we were then approached by a national documentary crew? Yes, I was wondering if that if that held or if they got cold feet oh, or what? Oh no no no! Tell no, us no. about they that. Came, they came in January. They've asked me not to name them. Okay. And so I had started to name them, and then they were like, "And oh, then no, no, no. <laughs> um, please, please don't." And but what I can say is that that it is a national. It's, they're out of New York. It's a national TV station. This is the second year of a series. And the series has does this female empowerment through the lens of fashion. Cool. Is is their charter. Perfect. And so how much more female empowerment can you get? So this crew has come through and they followed a couple designers, they followed a couple models, they've come to our radio show, they went to a girl in a gun meeting, and so all of that is then culminating in at the fashion show as an hour-long documentary. An hour. An hour. When, when wow. they first me, I'm thinking, you know, kind of like a news segment. You get six minutes. Yeah. And I was like, okay, who else is going to be on with us? And they're like, no, 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 you don't understand. And so then it was like, oh, okay, now I think I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, this is fantastic. And so, I mean, that's a national media uh, yeah. company. Now, are you getting any local, I mean, has anybody said, well, we'd like to cover it, but it's guns? Or have they said, yeah, you could be our something to do segment? Or are you getting any feedback like that locally? Um, I've gotten a couple of the local papers have asked for media tickets because they're going to come and cover it. Um, nice. Nothing from the local TV. So, you know, it's just kind of you, you kind of wait and you see and you see what happens. Last time we did it, 
we were approached the day after mm. by local TV who then said, okay, could you pile all this stuff up and then, and then do something for us special? So, so this had been, you know, two weeks with no sleep until the event and then <laughs> the next day. But, you know, oh, it's, man. It's, it's all good. And if they're at this group, you know, you're, you're somewhat tentative, especially with given what happened with um, Katie Couric and the documentary that they did. Mm-hmm. And it all got turned into so anti. Mm-hmm. So, so I've been talking to them and I've been watching and I've been there as they're filming, even people that aren't me, because I, because. I feel responsible for getting these people all involved in this. So they went to the range. They shot, they shot film of, of one of our gals shooting a USPSA stage. Nice. So we, so we multiplied the word shooting in a couple different ways there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just, just, just pretty, pretty cool, pretty cool stuff. Absolutely. Well, as we're yeah. winding down here, please remind folks how they can check out this uh, fashion show, this unisex uh, holster fashion show, as it happens, and then later on. And then also, how can people just kind of follow all the awesome stuff that you do, including your radio show called Eye on the Target? Well, they can go to, we've got two websites, eyeonthetargetradio.com covers all of the radio station stuff. And then realizefac.com, which is, stands for Realized Firearms Awareness Coalition, but it's realizefac.com, and that is for the 501c3 not-for-profit that does firearms education in the state of Ohio. And so either one of those will kind of link you to the other. And then, of course, if you want to follow me on Facebook, um, my name is Amanda Suffolk, and that pretty much tells you everything. You get to know everything that we do related to guns and my little dog. Uh, of course. Oh, my gosh. Crosley, right? Crosley. So cute. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Even when he's getting in trouble, it's adorable. I love every second. All he's right. always in trouble. <laughs> he just kind of stays there. Amanda Suffolk, thank you so much. And we want to hear a, a, a wrap-up of how everything goes tomorrow. So we'll definitely have you back on soon. Okay. Thanks. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Well, stick around because we have, on the other side of these commercials, Emily Perry. Now, Emily is the Southwest, the Pacific West Regional Director overseeing the West Coast operations of this, this little, you know, it's almost like a hobby, right? Turning Point USA. The, this has become such a movement across America. It's it's a conservative uh, counter voice to all the liberalism on high school and college campuses. It's a phenomenal thing. We're excited. Stick around and meet Emily Perry. Don Collier here, letting you know that you won't get fool's gold at Pot of Gold Auction. They're the genuine article. Pot of Gold Auctions off guns, coins, jewelry, and antiques of every kind. Stop in and see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd in Avondale, Arizona for some live auction action. Or check them out on the web at potofgoldestate.com. Auctions take place the first and third Tuesday of every month and are full of a great mix of antiques, collectibles, jewelry, guns, and coins. Visit our beautiful air-conditioned showroom off the I-10 at Dysart Road at 215 East Western Avenue in historic downtown Avondale. You will find a friendly and knowledgeable staff, comfortable chairs, and we even serve free birthday cake at every auction. Or bid from the comfort of your home at potofgoldestate.com. Don't miss out. Everything is going, going, gone at potofgoldestate.com. Hey, everybody, this is Joey Rocket Shoes Dylan, world champion gunslinger and Hollywood gun coach. In the Westerns, there's always a good guy and a bad guy and sometimes the ugly guy. And I always root for the good guy, which is why I'm here to tell you about the good folks over at azfirearms.com. They are straight shooters and always give you the best deal in town. azfirearms.com is the biggest little gun shop in Arizona and have something for every single gun enthusiast. Long guns, pistols, hunting 
military, law enforcement, home protection, you name it. And when you've got some guns to sell or trade in and trade up, azfirearms.com are the folks to see. Geez, they bought a cannon once. They are family-owned and operated, friendly staff, courteous, totally reliable. azfirearms.com will give you the best value for your used guns. So stop in, see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd at azfirearms.com in Old Town Avondale off the I-10 and Dysart Road and tell them Joey Rocket Shoes Dylan sent you. Well, thanks for sticking around on this beautiful Saturday. If you're listening to us live, you're listening to us on Saturday, but you you might actually be catching us on one of our on-demand replays at gunfreedomradio.com and clicking on the on-demand tab. So thank you for listening, whatever day of the week it is. This is Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, your nationwide hometown gun shop. Well, the theme of our show today is defensive reality. And, and if you think about it, you know, it is a reality to, to need to defend yourself, right? To defend your home, to defend your child, but also maybe to defend your ideals, right? To defend your values. And this next group that is going to be represented by Miss Emily Perry is doing just that. Now, Emily Perry is an Arizona native. She's an ASU alumni and the West Pacific West Regional Director overseeing the West Coast operations of Turning Point USA. Miss Emily, are you with us? I am, Cheryl. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. This is exciting. Now, when I first uh, learned your name from one of our, our other guests that, that was on, he was the co-host of the, the Turning Point, uh, Time for a Turning Point book, uh, he had mentioned that you were uh, the ASU, or maybe I had asked him, that you were specifically, you know, the chapter head of what's going on at Arizona State University. Come to find out... Uh, what are you all of 23 years old, right? And <laughs> yes, you, I am. you are taking care of the entire West Coast operations of Turning Point USA. That is some kind of impressive. I'm just going to tell you. Oh, why, thank you. It's been quite some fun. Um, this has been my first job out of college. And do you know what? I've ended up um, loving every second of it. And I've been, you know, very fortunate to have been able to move up in this company so quickly. Well, you know, and it's such a a needed thing, clearly, because it has just exploded. And, and, you know, I think chapters are opening up, it feels like, every minute of every day. Because what you guys do, and you tell me if if I'm off base here, but I think you are the counter voice. You know, the conservative counter voice to all the liberalism and liberal mindset Uh, that's happening not only on college campuses, but in high schools. Am I right about that? Yeah, you're completely right. So um, how we started was our founder, Charlie Kirk. Um, He was 19 years old, and, you know, he wanted to make a difference. And he said, why are people on the right so bad at messaging um, to the next generation? You know, why are they so bad at messaging to millennials? And, um, you know, he wanted to start something to make a difference. And We're about almost five years in. We're about to have our fifth-year anniversary of Turning Point USA here soon. Um, And we're over, you know, across a 1,000 college campuses, and we're growing every day because, you know, students are sick of not being represented um, and not feeling safe and um, not having a place where they feel like they can openly express, you know, their beliefs and their ideas. And um, as you can see, and as I'm sure you probably know, the classroom is certainly not one of them nowadays. Um, The liberal bias on campus is just you know, become outrageous. So that is what Turning Point USA does. We fight back. um, We educate college students on what capitalism is and how, you know, it's benefited our lives in so many different ways from Uber to Netflix to Amazon Prime and, um, you know, just kind of putting it in terms that they understand and that they can relate to. So it's been very successful, and I'm really looking forward to some of the things that we're going to be doing here in the future. Well, I love that. And, you know, 
clearly the name of our show is Gun Freedom Radio, but we don't just deal with, you know, firearms issues and policies and politics. We also deal with issues of freedom and, and the politics of freedom. How can there be such a thing? There is, though, <laughs> clearly, right? Yeah, it's frightening. <laughs> you know, some people would rather have free stuff than freedom. And that's what we talk about on college campuses every day, you know, um, is that, you know, a government that can give you everything can also take everything. And you know, a government that provides you with things and calls them free, they're actually not free. So those are kind of some of the things that we have to break down with college students very often. Absolutely. And kind of going along with, with the ideas of freedom and with conservatism and all of those things is also the idea of being self-sufficient and not constantly looking to, uh, you know, some higher political power to take care of your life. And so I think that this fits just perfectly with our uh, our audience. So um, talk to us a little bit, you know, just in the past couple of weeks, we have seen, I'm just going to, you know, mildly call it very bad behavior on some campuses. Oh, yes. <laughs> and it seems to be driven by the left, or at least, you know, the left is are the, the ones that like to go out and, and picket and protest, and then there's a bad element that, it, you know, takes advantage of that. I don't really know exactly, but talk to us about what are you seeing on these campuses, because you are up close and personal with a lot of this stuff, where I'm more sitting back watching the TV. Right. Well, it's pretty clear to see that the loving left isn't actually so loving, <laughs> um, only if you agree with them. And you know what? Um, they're not a fan of free speech. Um, they're, they're very quick to denounce any kind of free speech as hate speech. Um, as, as long as you disagree with them, it ends up being hate speech. You know, mm. um, if, if we bring a certain speaker to campus who might have ideas um, that differentiate from theirs, it's hate speech, we're racist, we're homophobic. Um, what have you. And it's been proven to be completely unsuccessful, as we've seen this last election cycle. Um, it turns out that when you, you call people names like that and, um, you know, have no justification for it and, and no citations for it, um, that they don't vote with you. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, it's been fun to see. Um, and we've, we've had some lot, lots of uh, very spirited conversations. But um, you know what? Left is just the quickest to shut out anything that they disagree with. Um, For instance, at Santa Clara University, it's been getting a lot of media attention um, the past few weeks. Um, Our chapter status was denied by the student government Mm. because um, the very, you know, biased Northern California student government here at Santa Clara University said that our chapter would make them feel unsafe. (laughs) (laughs) Unsafe? What are you guys doing? It's just crazy because all we're trying to do is, you know, talk about our ideas that aren't represented on campus and Mm -hmm. have them be represented. And these ideas are what our country was founded upon. It's the Constitution. It's free markets and free people and capitalism and innovation. Doesn't sound very scary. Right. (laughs) And, you know, I would think, I believe it's, you know, like I said, things that our country has been founded on, the American dream, you know, being able to come to this country and, you know, do whatever you want with your life. And I don't know how it can be deemed as so hateful and making students feel unsafe when they're the ones burning down their campuses. That's what makes us feel unsafe. I know. It really feels like it's upside down and, and, and black is white, white is black. So uh, not in any racial way, right? That right. wasn't a microaggression against anyone. <laughs> So, <laughs> right, these microaggressions and safe spaces and oh what have you, you know, students are getting turned off by it and they're joining turning point chapters and starting them every day because they're so sick of the political correctness culture and, you know, this safe space mentality that my generation, unfortunately, many of them hold. And um, it's, it's kind of scary to think, you know, what are you going to do when you go into the real world? So true. So as you're you know, you go onto campus, you're setting up your booth, you're, you're giving people an opportunity to, you know, uh, sign their name to, to learn more about, you know, what it is you're there for. You've got some cool signs that you're handing out to people that say things like big government sucks. And, oh, yeah. you know, so what what happens? I mean, is do you get sneers and jeers as students are walking by or do you find that 
there's people that you know really want to come up and talk to you, but they're afraid of the peer pressure or like get paint us a picture of what that's like. I try to make people step out of their comfort zones. If I see someone that might be interested walking by that seems too timid to approach the table, I'm not afraid to step out of my comfort zone and go up to them and say, hey, you know, do you like the message? Do you think that government sucks? Um, but for the most part, it resonates pretty well with students, actually. You know, a lot of our signs you think could be some bold statements. But um, what students, I think what the issue is, is that they don't know what they believe. Um, mm. They've just been told what they should believe. You know, college campuses have become a place where everyone's expected to look different but act the same and think the same nowadays. So it's it's very shocking. You know, I'll have buttons that say, I love capitalism and big government sucks and during the election season, I would have students come up to me and say, yeah, big government sucks. I'm voting for Bernie Sanders. <laughs> wait, <laughs> and, what? <laughs> right. And it's just like, wait, let's talk about this. Why, if you think big government sucks, you know, Bernie Sanders just wants to grow government. That's crazy. Um, so it's just, you know, talking to students about what they believe, you know. Do you think the government should be taxing your Netflix? And they're like, no. Do you think the government should, you know, be reading your emails? No. And it's like, well, you agree with what we're saying then. Exactly. Come to find out you're actually more conservative than you'd think. But um, the way that, you know, they've been raised. And and that's um, why you're a threat. That's why the left sees you as a threat, because you're helping people to come to their own conclusion. You're not just telling them this is how you will think. Right. And so that's the most fun part about it. And I was actually thinking about it earlier today, how many students I've engaged with and changed their mind and even just challenge them to think outside the box, you know. It's phenomenal. Um, it's important. It's important that both sides are represented on campus. And, you know, it's, it has been lacking in the past, and it's still a struggle. Um, you know, we're expanding every day, like I've mentioned, but the yes. left makes it as impossible as they can for us to be able to do what we do every day. So. I believe you. So do you have some events coming up um, or, or how, you know, Yes. tell us about them. So we all we offer a multiple uh, a multitude of events, um, including um, our largest event coming up this summer, our Young Women's Leadership Summit, which is the largest of its kind. Um, it's in Dallas, Texas. Every year, we've had Tommy Laren speak. Um, we've had Ted Cruz send in a video. Ben Shapiro, Carly Fiorina, Katie Pavlich, an Arizona native. Um, just numerous amazing speakers and trainings to teach these students, you know, how they can, they can assist with this fight on campus and what, what tools and um, what strategies they can use. So um, that is coming up here in June. Fantastic. Yes. We also offer a high school conference, which the date is uh, to be announced for our high school students because we do offer high school chapters. Um, we have a long, young Latino leadership conference that we have every year. Um, this year it's looking to be in Las Vegas, I believe, in July. Um, we have a chapter leader conference in, um, I'm sorry, Chicago, Illinois, for all of our chapter leaders. Um, just some tra hands-on training to teach them, you know, how to combat the left on campus and whatnot. Um, and I'm sure there is more. Oh, we have our Mountain West Regional Conference, which is just over a weekend here March 18th and 19th in Coming Denver. Up soon. Well, yes. we've got to run to commercial, but... Please tell people, you know, how they can find out more about your group, how they can put on their calendar all the cool stuff you have on your calendar. And also, I believe this is a nonprofit. And so, yes. you know, maybe how they can, you know, if they're not a college student, if they're not able to participate at that level, how can they, you know, put their money where their mouth is and help you guys out that way? Right. If you would like to help our fight on campus, um, we are a 501c3 nonprofit, so all donations are 100% tax deductible. You can donate on our website directly at tpusa.com. Um, if you are interested in attending any of our conferences that we have coming up, you can find that at tpusa.com under events, um, and I'd love to see you all apply for them and check them out. Great opportunities, and they are free to attend. You just need to cover your transportation there, so awesome opportunity and very affordable for our college students out there. Fantastic. Thank you so much for spending some time with us on a Saturday. Miss Emily Perry of Turning Point USA. Thanks, Cheryl. Absolutely. Thank you. Bye-bye now. Okay, well, stick around because we are just getting started. And we have... 
Katie Brown coming up right after this. She is the owner of a personal safety company called Defensive Reality. Kind of like the theme of our show today. Defensive Reality. Sticking around. And we're back with Cheryl Todd talking about the huge gun buying event at azfirearms.com. Oh, AZ, I get it, as in Arizona. Yes, but... Oh, or AZ, as in everything from A to Z. Well, yes, that too. But what I'm telling everybody about is that azfirearms.com is having a huge gun buying event to buy your old firearms all across Arizona and everything from A to Z. That's great news. See, my grandpa left me an old shotgun and it's just sitting on a closet shelf at home. So I can bring that into azfirearms.com and sell my gun. Absolutely. AZFirearms.com buys, sells, trades, and even consigns your old firearms. Any vintage, any style, military, long guns, handguns, hunting, or home protection. Single items or entire collections. We offer the highest value for your used firearms in a safe and friendly environment. Staffed by knowledgeable people. AZFirearms.com is Knolltown Avondale off I-10 and Dysart Road. Come on down to the huge gun buying event every day through the end of the month at the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. And for all your firearm and ammo needs, visit AZFirearms.com. I'm Rob Morse from the Self-Defense Gun Stories podcast. Each week we share stories about men and women who saved lives. Now I'm asking you to be a lifesaver as well. The Second Amendment Foundation protects our rights to keep and bear arms. They defend our rights in courts from coast to coast. Today, they need our help. Please go to saf.org and join the Second Amendment Foundation. That's saf.org. Be a part of the gold rush and head on down to see my friends at Pot of Gold Auctions in Avondale, Arizona. Or check out the auction online at potofgoldstate.com. These folks auction off guns, coins, jewelry, and antiques of every kind. Everything is going, going, gone. So you best hurry and tell them Don Cogger sent you. Thanks for sticking around with us at Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. And if you have missed any portion of today's show, or if you just want to binge listen, we highly encourage that. Please go to our website at gunfreedomradio.com. Click the On Demand tab, and you will be able to see all of our shows. We are uh, today on episode 76, so there are 75 times two hours waiting for you. I'm not even going to do that math right now. Dan's over there with a pencil. Maybe he's doing the math. But uh, uh, lots and lots to listen to, and then amazing guests that we've had. And if you want to put a face to a voice... Click on our guest tab, and then you'll be able to see a picture of everybody that's uh, been a guest on our show, a little bio on them, links to their Facebook page and their web page, and articles that they've written and articles that are written about them and just all kinds of amazing opportunity uh, or information. It's a a great resource, our website. So check that out, gunfreedomradio.com. All right. Well, our next guest uh, is who I kind of swiped our theme from. Our theme, as I had said, is a defensive reality. And Katie Brown is the owner of a personal safety company called Defensive Reality, where their motto is be your own hero. Each of their training opportunities are designed to challenge skills and change the paradigm of the word victim. Predators are looking for targets. With training, everyone can become a harder target. Welcome to the show, Miss Katie. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Now, we are also uh, fellow D.C. Project delegates. That's how we originally met in Washington, D.C., Absolutely. It was a fantastic opportunity. It so was. And my first guest today was Amanda Suffolk, and she says she likes to call herself Miss Ohio. So... (laughs) So who would you be? Miss what? Miss where? Washington. Washington State. Yes. So uh, over there in Washington State, you have gone from just being kind of a normal person with a normal job, right? 
And then your husband gets this bright idea that you ought to meet uh, the founder of A Girl and a Gun, Juliana Crowder. And the next thing you know, what are you doing? You're training people. (laughs) You've got your own company. Kind of walk us through that real quick and take us to how Defensive Reality came to be. Oh, goodness. Uh, Well, it's kind of a longer story, but I'll try to condense it as short as I possibly can. Uh, I quit being a CFO of an IT company and acting CFO of a couple other IT companies in order to be a stay-at-home mom again. And uh, my husband had just uh, partnered with another guy in a gun shop, and he said, well, you should come to SHOT Show with us. It'll be fun. Um, I was told and I was disregarded and disrespected so much there at SHOT Show because I kept being told that I was not able to carry, conceal carry the way that I wanted to. Hmm. And so I got a little angry. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you want to tell Katie you can't. I just don't think that's going to work well. But <laughs> good for them that. for trying. Yeah, yeah. So uh, after I got a little angry, my husband shoved me in front of Juliana after seeing just her shirt saying a girl and a gun. And he said, you need to talk to these people. <laughs> so <laughs> I love it. And history was I made. Know. Yes, yes, absolutely. So uh, that kind of fun me up and got me into being an instructor, and I found a love for uh, the defensive part. I started competing, um, just kind of threw me into the firearms industry, and I was gobbling up all of the training I could possibly get my hands on, and uh, yeah, now, three years later, I have now started Defensive Reality. That is awesome. And so um, I said your motto is be your own hero. I don't know if that's exactly right, but I'm seeing it on your Facebook page. And I'm thinking if it's not your motto, you really should (laughs) think about it because it's powerful. Yeah, yeah. We played around with a few other taglines, but um, be your own hero really kind of stuck with all of us. Um, And after doing all the research and I'm big into getting statistics and that kind of thing. And when you know, average police response on a good day is 10 to 12 minutes, and most violent interactions last about six minutes. You really need to learn how to be your own hero. Hmm. Yeah, you got to be your own first responder. That is really for sure. So, you know, you have a bunch of different kinds of classes, right? Mm-hmm. That you kind of, um, kind of, kind of personalize it for whoever you're you're dealing with and what they feel is going to be you know, their greatest area of, uh, of encounter with danger. Um, Absolutely. So one of them is called Close Call Academy. What's that all about? Yeah. So Close Call Academy is a brand new project, brand new book. Um, I'm actually one of four instructors across the entire country um, that we are going to be teaching women specifically how to identify dangerous situations, how to identify the nine different predator types, and then how to get out of those situations without any physical requirements and without any weapons. Mm. We really kind of teach them and give them strategies on how to almost uh, outsmart, outwit, um, kind of go to some psychological warfare with our predators. Oh, that's awesome. And so uh, another class is unarmed personal safety, but it sounds like you do a little bit of that maybe even in the Close Call Academy. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Um, And we take some of those strategies and some of those tips and that kind of thing, and we actually integrate some of that into our unarmed personal safety. Uh, But that's more like if you actually do end up in a physical encounter, uh, just very simple tips, simple ways of getting people to practice, um, making their body work for them so they don't have to deal with the intimidation and the, you know, the monthly cost of having to go to like a martial arts. Mm Mm-hmm. This is more of a practical um, making your body work for you uh, without martial arts and that kind of thing um, and how to get out of common grabs and that kind of stuff. Very cool. So, you know, you don't you do teach some uh, of these classes with firearms training as well. Right. So you can go either Correct. way. Yep. Yep. And then we move into our firearms training, which I really kind of found to be a hole in the industry. Um, there's some, you know, defensive handgun and that kind of thing, but nothing that really kind of went beyond that into the reality base of how do I actually practically put this into application? Um, because most of the defensive handguns that I've been to, it's all open carry, um, outside the waistband, how to draw from a holster. But most people I know don't 
usually open carry. Mm. So uh, we do teach some of that, you know, the basics, so people can get that uh, down and get that safety down. But then we move into the more reality base of concealed carry, and you actually come carrying the way that you would normally carry, and we work with you on making sure that how you are going to carry is going to work for you in real life. That's awesome. I mean, you really feel, it sounds to me like you've taken a holistic approach and you've tried to consider all different uh, scenarios that somebody might find themselves in. And then I think you've taken it even a step further because, you know, you have a, a kids program that, that you were telling me about. And, and I think it's never too early to begin teaching our children and training them to at least be situationally aware, you know, the whole stranger danger thing, right? Yeah, so yeah, absolutely. Talk to us about uh, what you do with kids. Yeah, so we are starting um, a kids ongoing shooting program where we'll start out with air rifles, then we'll move them into 22s. And that's really going to start for kids uh, 10 and up, just for the maturity and safety aspects. Um, but we also are going to be offering once a week an ongoing class uh, called Bully Proofing which is really mm-hmm. self-defense for kids. Okay. And it, it teaches them kind of beyond, it's not really martial arts. It's kind of taking martial arts to a different level. Uh, so it does teach them some, uh, you know, actual physical altercation techniques, um, but it also teaches them how to get out of a bullying situation without it getting physical um, and how to actually defend themselves and getting into situational awareness and that kind of thing. But in a fun engaging manner because you know kids aren't going to pay attention if it's not fun exactly and I love how you're saying you're bully proofing a child that could be bullied because I do love all these you know anti-bullying campaigns and and teaching people to stop thinking and behaving in bullying ways but uh, you know I just I know the human animal and I think Mm -hmm. that you know as important if maybe not even a little bit more important is to how to teach kids how to be resistant um, and resilient in in situations and and avoid situations even so that's fantastic and I I'm just so appreciative that you're out there doing that work and we're about out of time so I want to be sure that everybody uh, who's listening and is thinking this is phenomenal like I want to learn more about <laughs> this how can they find out more about defensive reality well they are more than welcome to go to our website which is simply defensivereality.com. Uh, And we would actually like to take this program across the country. So if anybody wants to host a couple classes, we would be more than happy to come to their area and teach groups of, you know, 20 uh, at a time for each of these classes. And we can put together a whole program for them and uh, meet their needs in their areas. Fantastic. All right. So give us that website one more time. It is DefensiveReality.com. Katie Brown, thank you so much. Thanks so much, Cheryl. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Well, we still have our number two ahead of us with two awesome guests, starting with the man who just walked in the studio here live with us. And I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this a go. Leighton Ustazen. How'd I do? That's pretty good. Just think of who's Who's? Who stays in? And that'll get it. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Stick around. We're going to meet this awesome guy. He's a grandmaster competitive shooter. He is the captain of Team USA. And he also is a professional dog trainer right here in Cave Creek, Arizona. Stick around. When you're working hard to beat debt, you've got to think of creative ways to get your income up. Here's an idea. Sell some stuff at auction. Start with locally owned and operated potofgoldestate.com. The owners, Dan and Cheryl Todd, have over 60 years of combined experience in selling antiques, collectibles, guns, coins, and jewelry. And over their many years in business, they've earned the trust of thousands of people just like you. Whether you're saving for a rainy day emergency fund or paying down debt, let potofgoldestate.com help you get the extra cash you need. Potofgoldestate.com will purchase your items outright, or you can consign them to their twice-a-month online auction. 
Pot of Gold's nationwide online auction is a great place to get top dollar for your collectibles. They specialize in everything from antiques, coins, high-end collectibles, to cars, boats, guns, and more. Get started today at potofgoldestate.com or visit them off I-10 and Dysart Road in Historic Avondale for some live auction action. For more information, visit potofgoldestate.com. That's potofgoldestate.com. Hey ladies, Cheryl Todd here from azfirearms.com. Many of us ladies are taking the important step of becoming responsibly armed, but it can be an intimidating process. And with all the politics swirling, a first-time gun buyer, whether a guy or a lady, might feel uncertain about where to begin and who to trust. At azfirearms.com, we are a small, friendly, family-owned shop that specializes in first-time gun buyers. We are staffed with knowledgeable people who are ready to help answer all of your questions. My husband husband Dan and I pride ourselves on having a safe, no-pressure environment. Once you have decided on a purchase, azfirearms.com partners with professional firearms instructors who will train you to become a responsible, safe, prepared, and proficient gun owner. So ladies and gents, when you are looking for personalized service and a huge selection, come to azfirearms.com in Old Town Avondale off the I-10 and Dysart Road or visit us on the web at azfirearms.com. Mom. 